so episode one of the Momentum Podcast. You want me to start and talk about why we started this? Why don't you go ahead? Why are we starting this podcast? First off, we should probably start with who the fuck we are. <laughs> I don't even know who the fuck we are. I don't even know that. But yeah, Adam, Zach. Um, we started Momentum. Basically, we were just fucking sucking dick. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. That's the fucking the weird one. Okay. Well, I've thought about this a little bit. All right. Over the past couple of days. So. So basically, we started Momentum because, you know, we, we, we felt like we were living quiet lives of desperation, and we'd spent a lot of time in self-study, and we've spent a lot of time in focusing on self-improvement, and that was a passion of ours, and then going to work, and in our careers, we, we kind of both fell into that because it was the natural path for us and we were kind of chasing money and, and and directionless and then as it evolved and as we were kind of growing up we realized hey this isn't actually what we want to do and there's actually other things that we're passionate about which is you know in, improving ourselves and rising above that kind of that, that traditional carpenter role and, and kind of starting to evolve and then so I feel like you and me have been meeting and doing these doing momentum on our own for a long time and we've seen a lot of success from the systems that we've put in place and, and applying actually applying the things that we've learned because we've been doing a lot of learning there hasn't been a whole lot of application up until up until this past year and that was there were two things that were lacking which was accountability because we all suck at holding ourselves <laughs> accountable like everybody does, and I think that's where a lot of people fall short, and that's what I kind of want to bring to people, and that's what this is about, is like, most of us have the knowledge to some extent, but it's the accountability and the application where, where we're seeing where we're, where we're not. That's what's holding us back. And so, through, you know, this, especially this last year, Starting to journal, starting to hold myself accountable, and then being vulnerable and talking with you has moved me further. I've moved more in this last six months than I have in the last 10 years as a carpenter, like since we met. Yeah, since we were like sinking grade stakes and climbing around in the mud and, and doing crazy shit. I've moved more than I am, you know. And then another great example is that I had these goals for the year. And I've already accomplished those goals for the most part in the first three months. And so like, that's what I want to bring to other people is like, not necessarily maybe give them some knowledge that they don't have, but also show them, show them what we've been doing and some of the practices that we've instilled and some of the stuff that we've, the systems that we've come up with and hopefully that can benefit them in their lives. So more just helping them with the accountability question of it. It's accountability in action, right? That's where we were both fucking lacking. I don't want my language on this. But this, that's where we were both lacking, and most people do. Yeah. It's, it's really easy to let yourself off the hook all the time, and so when you actually have to answer to somebody, that sucks. It, yeah. it really does. Like, 
throughout life we've lost the accountability. Like as kids, we grow up with it. Like you're held accountable by your parents or by your teachers or by somebody. But then after you're an adult, the training wheels are off. Nobody gives a shit. It's 100% up to you and self-accountability is hard to keep up. Yeah, that's something that we all struggle with every day, but then we rationalize and just let it go. Yeah, yep. and then ego's a big part of that too. Yeah, it's like, I don't need to improve. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm good enough as I am. I'm good right here, yeah, because we don't want to let anybody else know how flawed we are. And then I think that another thing about that, which is one of the things that we've been talking a lot about, is the, is the transparency aspect. So people are scared to, you know, we are, we're fortunate because you and I have built a relationship over the last seven, eight, nine years, and we felt more comfortable being transparent with each other. And, and, and a lot of that growth comes out of being transparent and, and owning up to your shit. Yeah. And so, I think that's been that's been the biggest thing for me, and it's like you said, like it's so easy, and I still do it to this day, like letting myself slide, like just being like, it's just one drink, dude, it's fine, just tonight, <laughs> but it's not just tonight. Mm -hmm. And then so knowing, going throughout my week and knowing, it's like I, I have a phone call with Adam on Friday, and I like I said I was gonna do A, B, and C, and like I don't want to have to tell him like. I didn't do any of those, or I didn't do one, it didn't hit one of those markers, because it's also, and it may, this may not be true for everybody, but it's also like a competitive environment for me. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to succeed, I'm trying to look as best as I can, and I'm trying to be honest and, and uh, true to my word. And so that's been, so, and then I think you touched on something like a couple days ago on the phone that you can talk about a little bit, which is like the, one of the big things people are missing in today's society is those those relationships and those friendships, right? Well, they're not existent. They, uh, yeah, it's, people don't hold themselves accountable, let alone other people. Yeah. I think that one of the reasons you and I work so well together is I don't want to come off like a piece of shit, and you don't want to come off like a piece of shit. That's the biggest fear. Yep. Is yeah. when you have the accountability, and you actually have to say out loud, like, I'm a fucking piece of shit to somebody else. Yeah, like even without words. Yeah. 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 Like, did you check the box you said you were going to check? Yeah. No. That makes you feel like a small child. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, <clears throat> also, in, in, in looking at everyday life without those relationships, it's so easy to just throw around things like, I'm doing this, I'm doing that thing. Uh, I go to the gym every day. It's like, well, no one follows you to the gym or knows actually what you're doing. So you can also, like, kind of build out this false sense of, who you are, and no one's gonna shatter that because they don't really know you, yeah. you're personal. And so, yeah, but it's like, that's circling back to transparency again and having somebody that you're transparent with, those, you can't lie. And there's no hiding behind, there's no hiding behind that image that you've the ego. There's yeah. no hiding behind that because it's like, wait a minute. Yeah. What you say versus what you do. Yeah. Your actions re reflect way more than just what you say. Right, and the cards are on the table. Yeah, yeah. every time you show up and have to continually show up, every single week, like we built a program, so we meet every single week to do that. Like, there's no time for sliding. Yeah. 
but we do sometimes. I mean, there is there's definitely been regressions, and I think that should be expected. But, oh yeah, I'm still a complete piece of shit. But the needle's moving. <laughs> the needle's moving more for me now than it ever has before. Yeah, and I think, and it's still in its infancy, and we're still trying to work out the kinks and, and figure out the right conversations to have and and the right systems to put in place to make it even more optimized. But um, I think for, I mean, as far along as we are, I, I'm, I'm pretty confident that this, we're on the right track. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I don't know if you want to go over kind of, do you want to get more into the weeds about like what your specific goals are, or do you want to go backwards a little bit and kind of cap like from the start where you were at last year, and then all of the progress you made up until now, or how do you want to? We can go through just like a, a little build up, a recap of kind of a, my history. Let's yeah. walk through a very brief overview of my history. Yeah. But, and then we can go go from there. Yeah, I mean, you can even just start with like Carpenter, or, yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah for me. It feels weird interviewing like third party. Like if we're just talking to each other, it's a lot easier. But to rephrase yeah. the conversation. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You're like, well, you already know all this stuff. Why am I freaking talking yeah. to you about it? Yeah. yeah. So then it's like I'm talking to a third party. Yeah. It makes it a hell of a bar. It's different. It's for sure different. Yeah. But yeah, just go back and say all the shit that you already know. Fucking <laughs> weird. But but you're going to say it a different way this time, and you're going to, it's just like Jordan Peterson says, right? It's like every time you talk about something you already know about, you learn new things, yeah. you deliver it differently, you discover ideas, and you rework it, and so I think it's good. So, like, starting from, like, yeah, wherever you want to start from. Start from, we'll just go back to, like, Harvard. I think so. Yeah, just, like, last year or two years ago, where you weren't motivated and you were, yeah. Yeah, I think that was about two years ago. Yeah. Before I actually got super motivated. Yeah. So yeah, two years ago. Fuck, what was that two years ago? Drowning in self-pity and. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it was before. It's hard not to use names and stuff like that. <clears throat> but like, so like before, Aloha. Yeah. Or like something. That's yeah. So a few years ago, I. I had a run in with a colleague. There you go, a colleague. Yeah, right? yeah. But I had a run in with a buddy, and he kind of pointed me in the right direction, and he started talking to me about the goofiest thing, which is audiobooks. <clears throat> I hadn't read a book since, dude, high school? Yeah. I had no desire to read, it's not really, not really my thing, and he kind of said a couple things that actually really resonated with me. He's like, it's free time, you know? We're carpenters, we commute a lot back and forth to work, so he's like, think about it, 45 minutes in the morning, 45 minutes on the way home, what else are you doing with your time? And I never really actually thought about it like that. So, <clears throat> and I think, what's, what's audible? Four, 14 bucks a month? Yeah. Like, that's a pretty cheap education. So, I started listening to audible, started burning through books, and, and I had a goal. I, you know, set, set a goal for myself, I'm like, one book. In a year, that was my goal. One book. Right. Yeah. So I knocked out one book. Super wicked. I think the first book that I actually started with, you know, start to finish, was uh, Mindset by Carol Dweck. Okay. <clears throat> and that 
that really helped me kind of reprogram my brain or understand the importance of actually repro reprogramming my brain. <coughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, which is a great book. Yeah, so it kind of gave you a framework for... It, it did. Yeah. It goes into the different types of people and how we kind of come pre-programmed. Yeah. So after I did that, like, I was ripping and tearing, and then I was excited to get into another book. So it was just book after book after book. So I ended up, I think, year one. I think I finished 30 books. Yeah, from reading no books. From zero. Yeah, from not and, even being interested. And, in and I do just have to point out, like, I call it reading, it's not fucking reading. I listen to the audiobooks. Yeah, yeah, right. well. Which, so there is value in, in consuming information. But, regardless, I consumed it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I think that was a, a huge turning point for me, just setting a goal and then achieving it. And, and I started to see the results from that, like the more content that I would take in and I could direct my content so I started limiting everything that I would allow it into my life so within all of these books the psychologists and neuro neuroscientists and everybody else they they kept going over the same shit like limit what you're taking into your brain they use a ballpark analogy of like a garden and soil you can't grow a beautiful garden in a landfill mm -hmm. right right and so it's like Choose what goes into your brain. So I started weeding everything out. Social media, I went through and canceled all the accounts on, I didn't cancel all of social media, but I kicked everything off. All the political bullshit, all the negative bullshit, 100% everything. Turn down the noise. Well, exactly. Get everything quiet so I could actually think. And then, then I was kind of handpicking the content that would come to me. Like, why do I need to know a bunch of useless information about things that don't affect my life. Mm -hmm. Versus, I kind of just went through this thing where I decided to waterboard myself with fucking positivity and information. And so then I started developing programs in the morning and holding myself accountable to those. So I, getting into morning routines, <clears throat> which kind of goes down a whole different path, but. Right. Like I started, you know, a few years ago, just holding myself accountable making sure that I was like going in a direction that I actually wanted to go. I had an internal conversation with myself on, you know, the things that I was doing weren't necessarily pushing me in the direction that I wanted to go. So I was just treading water. You know, I felt busy, but I wasn't going anywhere. Directionless. So yeah, after I got into it with the morning routines and doing shit. That's when I started to see a lot of change. Is the actual accountability of like waking up in the morning, cold showers. Yeah. Dude, huge. Because that was a battle every single day. Do something you don't want to do. So cold showers was a, a good one for me and that took me over a year to conquer. Going from yeah. a hot shower to a hundred percent cold shower. Yeah. But Mentally, like that's a huge step. Yeah, it's a win for the day. So in the first part of the day, I started building, and I started looking at things like wins. That's a lot. Of, a lot of the readings that I found, and one of my buddies was telling me, like conquer, conquer and track, like all of the little wins, all the little things in life. And so I started looking at them and being grateful 
for the ability to do that. Yeah. So by the time I left my house in the morning, I was 10 wins down before I even get to work, which I think most people just wake up and come to work. Mm-hmm. And they don't care. They're not tracking. There's no metrics. There's nothing. Which is where we were. Yeah. Yep. Just yep. aimlessly showing up. Right. Okay. So if we're kind of if we're kind of drawing a narrative here, you've gone from the the data download. So you've begun the start to download all the info through audiobooks, and then now you're kind of moving into the compiling phase to use the computer analogy, right? Mm-hmm. So now you're taking all that data and you're compiling it down and you're kind of maybe throwing out some of the stuff that doesn't work and the other stuff you're starting to apply. And then how is that affecting your mindset around work and then your direction in life in general and how you... How does it all tie back in? How does it, well, yeah, and then how did that yeah, work for you with career and then your overall <clears throat> hopes for the future or your goals? Well, I think a large, I think everything kind of pushed me into, into a direction. After I gained all the knowledge, started implementing all the processes and building, I started outlining my life and gave myself a direction that I wanted to go. And honestly, I was just excited to share with people because it mentally changed me. And I couldn't believe that it took me till I was in my mid thirties to actually have this aha moment where I woke up and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. So I was extremely excited to share that with other people, which is kind of what started my full blown leadership journey and wanting to help and share with other people to help them, you know, develop themselves to become a better individual themselves. Right. So that's when I started implementing that into work, going around, forming the relationships, talking to people. And that was that was like a light switch. I used to go to work and I would just put my head down, grind through it, and I was just there for money. That was it. I was unhappy. I wasn't getting where I wanted to go. I was angry at the world, ego-driven. I was like Johnny Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So right. I thought, you know, I thought in my own head. So I was a little bitter at the world that I wasn't where I wanted to be. And then I finally, after all of this, just took a break, took a breath, and I came to realize that I needed to be more comfortable with myself, with where I truly was, not where I wanted to be, and that it was gonna take work to move forward. And that work started with what I enjoy is helping other people. Like actually just talking to them and sharing them, like I created fun facts. Yeah, fun facts were huge. Yeah, fun facts of the day. You know, because you were already in a leader position. So this is where it's like, you were already in a leadership position at the time, you were foreman, and so you were fortunate in that aspect where you kind of yeah. had somewhat of a platform to do what now your, your newfound passion, which was sharing people all the awesome positive change that's happening in your life. And then you, yeah, so talk about fun facts a little bit. <clears throat> fun facts. There's a fun fact of the fucking day. Right, at the very beginning of the morning. At the very beginning of the morning, safety meetings. So, 6 a.m. with the entire crew, everybody come around, we go over our safety, just like the typical daily, right? Yeah. You know, what's on the agenda, what are we doing, where are we at? And then I wanted to mix up, I wanted to share some of the knowledge, and so I had, I felt I had a speaking platform to some mm-hmm. degree. So I was like, we should check it out. We should probably check it. It is, it's green. I just looked at it. I should be good. Better be good. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I figured I had a platform and 
something that I really wanted to work on was like public speaking. I wanted to, to continue to push myself. Yeah, <clears throat> that was a big fear of yours. Oh, no, terrifying. Yeah, terrifying. super huge. So I figured I'm already in a role <clears throat> because it's weird. When I'm at work, I'm at work. I'm a completely different person, right? I'm the foreman, the leader. However it works, I put on my gear and I'm that guy. And it's more, a little more comfortable that way. And, yeah. and so I, I used that, I kind of mixed that and then adopted, you know, or pushed myself into the fear, right? Because I understand that I have to grow. So I started fun facts so that I could kind of speak to everybody, talk with everybody, but at the same time, give them a little, a little bit of value, little snippets of things that I learned from the books and just, I would always try and come up with something super witty, something comical and something relatable to the job. Right. But I wanted to kind of upset the environment to, to a degree. Icebreaker. Well, yeah, yeah. It, it gets people every morning, like they never know what they're gonna get. It can be dude, the Wright Brothers, Einstein, neuroscience, psychology, whatever it is, and it takes 10 seconds. But the entire purpose was to teach everybody, like at one point or another, we decided to quit learning. And that was one of the comical things that I would always tell everybody. Like, at what age did you decide that you knew enough? Like, why are you not learning every day? Especially in today's world with the access to the internet. If this is this has never been seen before. Right. And so I just sincerely wanted to share and it just became a giant kind of a movement. Yeah. Like everybody, if I didn't, if I wasn't there, when I showed up the following day, everyone's like, where's our fucking fun fact? Yeah. Right. Like it became expected, which was great because that means, you know, it's working and people want to know. Right. And that, and good God, that was two years ago. I still see subcontractors, people, just everybody that I work with, and they will still ask me for a fun fact when they see me. Yeah, on the job, randomly, like yeah. not even, yeah, I haven't seen you in a year, let me get a fun fact. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's cool, super good. So, so how, so I want to not, well, yeah, let's fast forward just a little bit and then talk about, um, so you know, you kind of were in this carpenter role and satisfied with that, and then you did this, did your research, went through your research phase, and then you kind of became this leader and found out that that was your passion, and then how has that framed your lens for your life on what's possible for you know what I you know when I'm going with that like for going from like I am a carpenter this is me I go home and I drink and then I do my just stuff around the house and then to like now you're taking cold showers and now you're like you have a following and you're and motivating people and at what point did that kind of change for you where it's like this is something, and I might pick this ball up and run with it, and. Like the mental light switch when everything became possible. And you, yeah, you wanted more for your life and you wanted more of this stuff for your life. That's a hard one. Yeah, I mean, was it just recently? Like when we started doing the accountability sessions? Like, was it like just a year ago? Or was it, obviously, the sh you know, it was probably pixelated and fuzzy at first, and then you've kind of been fine-tuning it and getting, getting a little more focused on it. Yeah. But a, a lot of it, it's hard to, to pin down an exact time. Right. It, it's more of a ton of things 
compounding that just, I felt like I had no choice. It's kind of, it's not something that I picked. I feel like it picked me. And again, it's just, I don't know. That, one, that one's hard. It starts with, goes back to just like being disgusted with the environment that I was in and realizing that I had the ability to change it by speaking up and being authentic. And so that was the fun facts and things after that, but like just being authentic got a great response from everybody. No sugarcoating shit, no lies, no pretending to be anything that I'm not. If I'm uncomfortable, just say I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. And then I started realizing that that's how we all are. Like we're all humans, none of us are perfect. We all have an internal dialogue that tells us whatever the hell it tells us. Mm -hmm. But everybody's terrified to let that out. And I think that goes right over to ego, right? No, no one wants to be perceived as weak. So after I started realizing that, I was like, well, that's a perfect way to, to get in touch with people and help, help drive them. If I, if I went through everything that I went through and was able to reprogram my thought process, start seeing different results, feeling good, you know, physically and mentally, kind of reprogramming my life, I felt like I was obligated to share that with other people. Don't know if that answers the question. No, yeah, no, that's perfect. Yeah, that's exactly right. And then the other thing I want to touch on with authenticity is that people, it's funny because people, you can just see authenticity. We can all spot it, right? And that's what makes it so, that's what makes you so magnetic on, especially on job sites where we don't, we don't see a lot of authenticity out there. We see a lot of personalities. Yeah. A lot, see of, a lot of egos. Posturing. A lot of talk. Yeah. You know, and so the, and, uh, and it's just funny to see, you know, the, the authenticity be such a magnet because there's such a lack of it. And so, yeah, I understand what you're saying where it was like you, yeah, you kind of, you've leveraged your own knowledge and experience and authentic self to to get to a point where you saw the potential for you to help other people and you're like I can't not you know and I think that's, that's why we're here doing this today that's why we're both here doing this today is because like it's kind of developed into a passion because yeah. it's like a lot of times we have conversations and we're like just freaking yelling about stuff because it's like it's so obvious and it's it's awesome and the change and, and about being a you know a good just a good leader and a, and, a, and a good human being and you know this doesn't have to be necessarily all about leadership more probably about just becoming a good person and also um, becoming your true authentic self yeah yeah I think so I think authenticity is a huge a huge portion of yeah what drives me every day to actually you know wake up and do shit and follow through and to continuously seek out people to, to help. Yeah. It's, there's such a lack of authenticity in the world as a whole. Right. And maybe it's always been that way. I don't know. This, this is my first time in life. Yeah. <laughs> first time around. First time around. Yeah. But, yeah, good God. I'm just disgusted by the way that people continue, continue to, and it's just posturing. Yeah, you know, pretending to be something they're not and having a misguided ego 
and then they try and make other people feel a certain way. It's just, I don't get it. And I wish that they would understand that they're putting themselves in a disadvantage. And also, we should probably have a caveat here, like a little disclaimer, like we are not 100% authentic. There's still like a bunch of stuff. We're back there tinkering and working oh, away yeah, at like, you know, a bunch of different things that there's still, you know, problems in our lives. And, and, and but, uh, so yeah, it's people that are like that. It's like, man, if you would just kind of, if you had a couple of things, if you knew, if you had the knowledge and a couple of these principles and, and some of this information, you could probably like your life could be 10 X better, 20 yeah. X better. Yeah. Like it does not have to be this closed minded cyclical, you know, you wake up one day and you're, you have no idea who you are and you're 65 years old and you're retired and you have no friends and you've been hanging your hat on this identity that you're not even sure if that's you anymore. You know, it can, it can be so much more abundant than that. And yeah. it can, and, you, and then, you know, so, and I've seen that myself on my journey. It's like, life's so much more exciting when you're, when you're like t talking about your vulnerabilities and you're talking about like all the shit that's wrong. Well, yeah. And then you're like, yeah, but I can fix that. Yeah. I can write that down in a notebook and I can like write this down on Monday and then talk to Adam on Friday and I'm like, dude, fixed it. Maybe Feel done. great. Well, yeah. yeah. And so that's what that's the exciting part. And um, and and it just keeps going and it's just like it's, it's endless. Like it could just go on for it probably will just go on forever. Yeah. And it and you get to choose. You get to grab the steering wheel back and be like, you know, I'm I get to decide where this is going. That's what's exciting for me. So yeah. anyways. How long we run on this one? I don't know. We'll just talk till we're done talking, I guess. So I'll talk a little bit about where I was at, because I'm a I'm the biggest offender when it comes to <laughs> self-esteem, and so you know I guess for a long time. So I guess I'll start where I. What does my wife call me? She said that. Uh, she <laughs> That's always word. a good place to start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She is. She said that you're. Uh, what is she? God, I can never remember that word. Um, snobby. She says you're snobby, but I like that about you. All right. Right. And so, like, and may, that may not be the most appropriate term, and I don't really like it personally, but I think that it says something about my personality, and I've always. I've always thought that I was better than other people and more intelligent and and that I had a lot of things in my advantages, but it hasn't that never realized itself in my life. <laughs> that was so, all in your head. Yeah, right? I mean, because like you can you can carry that as long as you want. But until there's some actionable evidence that backs up that you're actually better than other people, like that's just oh, your that's just your narrative. Yeah, prove it. And so I got to a point where I hadn't ever finished anything in my life. I didn't finish my um, I never finished high school. Went and got my you know GED, and then I got in the army, and I didn't even finish my term in the army. I found an excuse to get out of there early and skip out on my contract. 
And then I started a bunch of businesses and those all failed. And, uh, and then it took me almost eight years to finish a four-year apprenticeship. Actually, most people finish it in three. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it just wasn't adding up. My, you know, this Zach self, and like, you know, and like I've always excelled in a lot of things like physically and like I am disciplined in certain facets of my life and I think that I would just kind of, I would hang my hat on those to keep reusing that term. Like I would go to those like, well, you know, I'm frick I exercise every day and I eat healthy, but I, and, I, and that's awesome, that's great. But I wasn't moving the needle in my professional life and in my career and so I started to see that narrative I was telling erode and through some of our conversations and some of my own personal failings um, and you know I had, went through a car accident last year and that was a big part of it and I had a lot of time to think about who I was and where I was going and um, and so, you know, then we started last year, we started Momentum. And I started to talk about all my shit that I don't really talk to anybody about. And frankly, I didn't talk to myself about it that much either. <laughs> and what I found out was that the power of journaling, the power of journaling and the power of accountability is, it's like super, it's like a force multiplier. <laughs> It's like, it's, it really is, and I feel that way. Like, and that's why I feel like throughout history, like Marcus Aurelius, like he would journal every day. And if you go and read meditations, like it's almost the same thing. It's repetitive. People say it's hard to read. Yeah. And, uh, but there was a reason that he was doing it. And then I'm starting to see that reason now. So we started to have those conversations and I started to write down, I hadn't even told myself them in my head, but putting them down on paper and looking at them was like, I got a lot of work to do. I got a lot of work to do, and then you and I would come up with plans and just do, you know, there's just has to be logical steps. And so starting to starting to work through those problems. And this last year, the, the amount of progress and um, my satisfaction in life, and you know, I'm still kind of, you know, what does that in my let say? Uh, happy but Happy but hungry. Happy but hungry. And so, you know, and I, and I deal with that too, but I think that, that this, this has had such a huge, I feel the same way as you do. This has had such a huge impact on my life that I gotta share it. And I think that that's why we're doing the, the program, building out all the things that we are, and we start, start to podcast, um, and doing other things that, that you know, it's, it doesn't matter if we become billionaires, it doesn't matter all that other stuff aside, like this has to be done. And so this momentum was kind of born out of necessity. Yeah. Yeah, I think between, I don't know, kind of, I think you and I have a pretty unique, I don't know, le not leg or leg up, but with the readings that we've both done, like, you've read a ton more than me. Like, you read a yeah. shit ton. Yeah. But like, the recipe that we together have come up with is a great mix of, like, I, good God, dude, I've been doing, listening to psychology shit for about 10 years. Right. Since I got my first smartphone and I figured out how to work YouTube. Right. So that's what I used to, before I did Audible and all that jazz. Mm -hmm. It was TED Talk psychology and neuroscience. And I think 
just the, the crazy recipe that we build together, I think that has, like, a, we can direct that into a focused lesson for people, like, because we've read garbage books, we've read good books, we've, everything that we've done, but to be able to provide 200 books worth of information into one focused group, mm -hmm. dude, I think that that's super powerful to help direct people because, dude, we've been reading different books for years and we were bouncing off the walls. Right. It took us how long to actually focus? Way too long. Dude, way, way too, too long. long. Yeah. And, that, and that's what I think us coming together and using all of the knowledge that we've gained is we're putting that together, we're developing the courses, so that way we can just provide the how-to guide yeah. to help everybody else just kind of streamline the process. Yeah, or the funnel. Well, yeah, or, yeah, we've already been dealing with all yeah, this shit. Yeah, all this crap, yeah, and it's back-tested. Yeah. I mean, we, this is real-world stuff, and not just in not just in the construction industry, but in personal lives and other stuff, and it's like, I feel like a lot of people are probably stuck up there in analysis paralysis, and there's so much signal to noise. And I think that's what you and I dealt with a lot. Yeah. It's like, dude, and that's what you were just saying, like good books, bad books, and yeah, what, are we, like, what are we focusing on? Like, this book sucks, but I gotta finish it, or like it's been a grind. And so, yeah, it's like let's just let's just put it out there, and and hopefully someone benefits from it. I don't think they can not benefit from it. Like if people actually take the time, even if they just pick up snippets of what we say, yeah. and go read it, read a book that we talk about. Right. Like there is value in anything that we're that we're going to share. There's something to be gained for everybody, sure. Like I don't know. I don't think a lot of the discussions that you and I have are really opinion based. It's just to some degree, of course, everything's opinion based. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like right. it's a good book. Somebody else might say it's shit. Right? Yeah, like, right. Yeah. But everything that I enjoy talking about, that's why I'm so passionate about it. It's like, dude, I already knew this shit. Like it was common sense. But now there's books to back it up that right. I didn't make up. I didn't, yeah. I didn't write the books. Yeah. But it's the years of psychologists and you know just history mm -hmm. that are all documented. And I'm like, it's all there. Like that. Yeah. I don't know. Right. And it's like, uh, I forget who says it, but, um, or maybe it's one of the things that we noticed, but when you look at all of these successful people and high performers, like they pretty, their, their, their lives, their days pretty much look the same, yeah. right? They're all journaling and trying to maximize efficiency and making sure they get good sleep and that their diet's on track. Like I'm talking about the top guys that, that oh, kind yeah, of we follow, right? <clears throat> like the top 5%, you know, one to 5%. Right, of like the best guys in the game, they're all following a similar blueprint. And I think that's what we saw when we started to do these readings and said, there's a pattern here, there's yeah. a formula. And it's like, and it's basic and you can, you know, take some or leave some, however it applies to you. But I mean, the, the closer you can get to that, uh, like Jim Rohn says, it's like success uh, is easy. Oh, wait a minute. Success is simple. Not it's not easy. easy. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. There's a simple formula, and it's laid out there. And it's like so. Maybe for yeah, momentum. It's like we're gonna try to distill that formula down into something that's digestible and and bite size, and just give you a little bit at a time, and try to just help you along on the journey because it's freaking hard, dude. Super hard, especially for us, two dummies. Trying to just 
trying to just hash it all out and make sense of it. <clears throat> well, there's no damn, like if you look at life as a whole, again, what we were talking about earlier, like once you become an adult, like there's no parameters. There's no direction. You're just literally supposed to figure it out. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. all the training or teaching or mentorship, dude, there's none of it. Mm -hmm. It's literally, uh, boom. Right, yeah. You're on your own, figure it out. Yeah. But then you have to figure out where you're going. Yeah. Right? And like, it's important to realize that everybody feels that way. Mm -hmm. Very few people, and I'm maybe, maybe I'm jealous of the people that do, know 100% what they want to do and they're just born for it and they're passionate they drive. Right. Like, that's, that's yeah. fucking amazing. Yeah, super rare. But, but yeah, not, not common. But the point is that you can get there or some, you can get there through journaling and authenticity and being transparent and having somebody else, having an authentic relationship with someone else where you can kind of, you know, to discover who you are, what you're passionate about. It's there. Yeah. It's just buried under 30 years of crap, other people's opinions and Fox News and your mom and your dad and your preconceived notions of who you're supposed to be and, you know, well, all that stuff. Yeah. It's, it's the ugly shit that you don't want to dig up. Yep. It's the shit that you don't want to admit to yourself. Right. Because that's a hard one. Yep. That was tough. It still is tough. But so. then, yeah, the, to make it open and fluid mm -hmm. and, and just openly talk about that with other people, that's weird. Yeah. That's not a normal thing. It takes time. And that's what I'm trying to break. I'm trying to encourage people to go through that. It goes back to becoming an authentic person. Yeah. Like, it's okay to not be okay. Right. Like, we're not fucking perfect. Yeah. Life is beat the shit out of all of us. You know, it's time to fucking dust off, refocus, and. Mm -hmm. You know, adjust. And if you can admit that and start there, dude, you're freaking, yeah, you're golden. It's simple. Like, dude, strap your sneakers on. Yeah, it's, it's simple. Go time. Not easy. Yeah. You know, make the list, make an outline, yeah. have a formula for it, and slowly work on the outline that you provided for yourself. And keep going. It's consistency. It's consistency over time. And that's what, that's what everybody fails at. Yeah. Go to the gym. Dude, three days. I'm not ripped yet. Right. Done. Done. Well, yeah. What, do you go for a right. month? Yeah. Dude, you got to go for a year. And you have to do the diet. And you have to... And you can't stop going after yeah. a year. This is a lifelong endeavor. Like, you can probably scale it back a little bit because you look pretty good. Yeah. But, like, it's you can't give up on it. But, and it's all just that internal rationalization. The stories that everybody tells them why they can't do it. And it's just, it's a vicious cycle. Yeah. It's, right. it's like that with whether it's fitness or education or whatever it is, it's all pretty much the same cycle. Yeah. We try, it gets old, mm -hmm. by old meaning difficult, and you're <laughs> fucking impatient. Yeah. Yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. getting the results exactly. as quick as you want. Exactly. And so yeah. you rationalize in your head, meh, try something right. else. Yeah, because life is easy for us in a first world country with infinite amount of entertainment and distractions at our disposal. Very easy to just to, to explain away your shortcomings yeah. or your failures, and then not keep pressing on. And so I think it's a great start. Episode one. Welcome to momentum. Yeah, it'll get better. <laughs> <laughs>